Want to make a podcast? Spotify has got a platform that lets you make one super easily and distribute it everywhere and even earn money all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else your podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And when you want to take conversations with your fans to the next level, Q&A and polls are the best way to get them talking. With Spotify for podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Ever since I've discovered Spotify for podcasters, I just enjoy putting these podcasts out for everyone to really like. I highly recommend you give it a try. It's so easy to use. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com slash podcasters to get started today. It's 49ers Cutback Podcast time. Welcome to the show. And uh, the Dallas Cowboys defeated the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, which means Dallas is on their way to Santa Clara for the Sunday matchup at 3.30 Pacific Standard Time against the San Francisco 49ers. And it should be a good matchup. I mean, both teams are pretty good. The Cowboys have a good defense. Uh, they have impact players. 49ers have impact players it's going to be a cool matchup this brings me back to some of the 90s 49ers versus dallas cowboys and it was just last year that it was 49ers versus cowboys and the four yards walked away with the win a win in which jimmy garoppolo got hurt and before jimmy got hurt they were absolutely rolling on offense so it's going to be a fun one and ronnie says hey it don't matter line them up that's right that's the mentality you have to have when you get to the playoffs you just play everybody. Whoever comes your way, you do it. The good news is you're in Santa Clara. You're in front of the faithful. You're in front of your fans. You have that advantage, and your offense has been absolutely explosive. And what is going on, Paul? Welcome to chat. So I wanted to hop on for a minute. What's up? I bleed red and gold. Oh, and anonymous. How's it going? I wanted to, you know, to kind of come on and talk a little 49ers Cowboys. Uh, see how everyone's feeling about this matchup now that we know it's official. It's not Minnesota like it looked like it should have been. Uh, but you know, their defense showed up and and ended up being, you know, a they're they're faulty. They weren't very good and they got exposed by the New York football giants. So then it was gonna be Tom Brady or it was gonna be the Dallas Cowboys. It ends up being the Cowboys. Curious how everyone is feeling about this matchup. Uh, and I bleed says Cowboys will need a kicker and a miracle. Just saying kicker was a struggle. Absolutely. I mean, it was wide, right. It was wide left. 
Uh, I mean, he had a hook, he had a slice, he had the whole thing. It was just not good. The yips. Uh, he ended up getting the one down the middle, so maybe that'll help him. You know, he got to see it go down the middle. Uh, but we'll see what Jerry Jones decides to do. And, and what is up? Bobo, thanks for the super chat. Says, Cowboys are good, but everything about us is better. And I like that. Uh, making it about the 49ers. And I think the 49ers' belief is as long as they play their game and do and execute at the level that they know they can, there's not a team in this league that can defeat them if they execute on offense and defense and special teams the way that they are capable. Have they put a full performance together yet? No. Uh, but if they do, they're able to beat anyone and everyone. So. I think that's the good news for the 49ers in this roster. It's been really good. Anonymous says, ha, they think they're beating up on Tampa. Uh, our Tampa Brady goats mean something. They are going to get run over by a train next Sunday. It's some of the matchups that go into this. The 49ers can run the football. Dallas doesn't have the best run defense, and that was on display last year You know when the 49ers played Dallas. Uh, that's a big difference. You also have an offense for Dallas that it doesn't have Amari Cooper this time. I think that's interesting. Um, C.D. Lamb is still explosive. Uh, Pollard had looked great in this football game. Pollard is the running back to really worry about. I mean, Zeke can get you some tough yardage, but you can see Tony Pollard's taking over that role. Um, they, you know, the Dallas Cowboys suffered another injury on the left on the left side of the line. Let's see what happens there. But there are some intriguing matchups through this. I don't see that dynamic receiver that, you know, that Justin Jefferson kind of guy, you know, that DK Metcalf. CD Lamb's good. I just don't see him on that level, but they have a, a lot of parts. Uh, the sum of parts for Dallas is really good as far as offense between CD Lamb, uh, Michael Gallup. You know, they added T.Y. Hilton. They have Noah Brown. And then, of course, tight end uh, Dalton Schultz. So I think that, you know, they have enough weapons to make it difficult for any defense. Uh, but this is this is the 49ers defense, and the 49ers defense is absolutely spectacular. Um, so I think that it's going to be a fun matchup for everyone involved, and I'm looking forward to getting into it. And uh, Dynamite says, Sunday, it's time to bring the pain. Niners, I like it. And welcome, Dynamite. Dave, I haven't seen you in chat, but welcome. Uh, JLE says, Niners, Ant, uh, put in order for some that sweet cutback merch. You did. I did see the order come through, JLE. Uh, awesome. Going with the 49ers cutback merch. You'll have to let me know what you think about it when you get it. Um, I I think you're really going to enjoy it. It's good quality. So uh, thanks for the order. I really appreciate that. And Lou, what's, how's it going? Welcome to chat. Oscar says, we're going to smash them, cowgirls. It's going to be a blast. 49ers should put them out. Go 49er and uh paul says it's going to be major 80s deja vu right i think anyone that made it through the 70s uh the early 80s and then the, the middle 90s if you were a fan in any one of those segments 49ers versus cowboys mean a lot to you uh so this is one of those ones that there's a, a long history between the two it was the 70s the cowboys handled the 49ers and the 49ers had really good football teams championship caliber but they couldn't get over the hump against the cowboys in the early 80s the 49ers are the ones that get over the hump they end the dynasty that was the dallas cowboys and they become one themselves and then in the 90s when dallas becomes a dynasty the 49ers are you know fighting back and trying to battle it's very interesting um so yeah and uh, dynamite says nobody's beating the 49ers but the 49ers period you're right. I, I'm with you on that. I agree. Travis says, yo, yo, what's up, TCC? Line them up. Seahawks, Cowboys, maybe the Giants. It's almost like it's meant to be. Yeah, that's what I was talking about on the Ant Hill show earlier. Uh, could we just go through all the rivals, right? It would be Seahawks, Cowboys, Giants. 
uh, the huge rivalries. It, it makes a lot of sense. Ronnie points out short week for the Cowboys. There were rumors I read on Twitter that apparently the Cowboys are not very happy about having to play on a short week against the 49ers because the 49ers played on Saturday and actually have another extra day there. Um, so I think that's something to, to keep in mind as well. Sorry, guys. I <clears throat> had to get a drink real quick. Um, but you're right. The, the short week definitely helps the 49ers. Uh, it's it's good. And then Paul says, Cowboys didn't look that strong against a fairly weak Buck team tonight. It was early on the Cowboys really struggled. Those first two drives, it looked Tampa looked inspired on defense. They were playing really well. And then the Cowboys found some things that worked. I think at some points, Tampa Bay tried to get too aggressive, and Dak was taking advantage of the blitz. Um, I thought that overall the game plan for Tampa Bay was solid early. And then once it was figured out, there wasn't very many adjustments. So the Tampa Bay did not look good tonight. They look like a team I'd rather play. The same that would happen with Minnesota. Uh, but yeah, I mean, the Cowboys did what they're supposed to do. And and now they have to play the 49ers. And Ruben says Bucks really made the Cowboys look good. They they made them look really good, Ruben. WTM says, we ready, bring it on. I like that. Joseph says, 49ers got this. Super Bowl is ours. This is going to be a fun game for sure. And then Brad Jones says, good God, Skip Bayless already at it, saying he'll take Pollard over CMC. Get out of here with all that. Uh, I mean, I CMC uh, CMC's the man, and when it comes to Skip, you know he's going to be wrong, uh, so this will be a fun week. And, and once Dallas Cowboys are put out, Skip Bayless can go on uh, undisputed, and he can cry like he did last year, and and that's okay. Anonymous says Dallas is a better team than I want to give them credit for, but the 49ers are an absolute juggernaut. And I think that's the mindset. You're going to play good teams in the playoffs, and, and Dallas Cowboys are a good football team, but you have to beat those teams if you want to be the Super Bowl champion. You know, and every single run to the Super Bowl comes with an obstacle, um, and I think you have to overcome those obstacles the best you can. And uh, one of the, you know, you're going to have these interesting matchups, and I think this is a good matchup. And Matthew says, uh, I hate, hate the Cowboys. So happy we get to end their season again. I like the mentality there. Uh, I love that. And then Ruben says, Ward about to go bounce back game and shut down Lamb. And I think, you know, the Fournier did really good against Lamb last year. He had one catch. So uh, they definitely knew how to scheme it up last year. And that was with Ambry Thomas playing corner. A little bit different this year. Uh, Jelly says, how will our offense work? Uh, that Cowboys defense. I think it starts with the run. I think the 49ers are going to establish a run game early. I think this is one of those games the 49ers want to run the ball 30 to 35 times and then run play action off of that. That'll slow down, you know, the, the guys that they have on the outside. And, that, and that's what you're trying to do when it comes to, to Dallas. I mean, they've got impactful players. Now, getting back uh, Van Der Esch is going to help, you know, their run defense. But you can run the football with outside presence guys like they have with Micah Parsons and Anthony Barr. Uh, those guys you can take advantage of. And then you look at their their secondary, and right away you got to know you have a chance against Deron Bland. I know Bland is a young, a good young player. Him and Israel Mukwamu, uh, who's playing the slot right now for Dallas, are places you want to attack. Mukwamu, very good player. Uh, he's got a lot of length, um, but that length means he's got to be able to move quickly in space. To me, you can find some favorable matchups there for the 49ers, and I think they will. Uh, so establish the run early, get play action going, and then uh, take advantage of Dallas. Now, I think Dallas is going to be hyped up early, and I think you can have some plays where you can screen them and things like that. 
and I think they will. And Ronnie says, Cowboys O-line did pretty good. Uh, they are about to face the 4 yard D-line in waves. Even backups are starters on other teams. Yeah, they did. Their line played pretty good. Um, overall, though, they didn't go against a pass rush, you know, from Tampa Bay like Tampa Bay used to have. You know, no Shaq Barrett. Um, I think that could have made a huge difference in this football game. But uh, they did pretty good, and they slowed up Joe Tryon and uh, Vita Vea, so they did a pretty good job. WTM says, we scored 23 last year's matchup against Dallas without any passing TDs. We can pencil in 7 plus 7 plus 7 from Ant, Hill Show, Ayuk, Brock, CMC, 43 points together. Well done. And well to use, uh, way to use the, the Ant, Hill Show reference. Absolutely love that, WTM. Good job. Bobo says, no team has met more times for the NFC Championship than 49ers Cowboys. It's a heck of a rivalry. Uh, it's going to be great. And Albert comes through and uh, says the Cowboys will beat your 49ers and your 49ers will lose. Put an S at the end of the 49ers. Uh, put some respect on there and we'll lose to the Cowboys and go, okay, Cowboy, okay. I have no idea what any of the end meant, uh, but Albert, welcome to chat. Um, and I, I, hope you, I hope you enjoy this week building up to the game because when it gets to Sunday night, uh, all time for talk is over and then it's just business. Uh, it's just business, so it, get ready for it. Uh, and traffic says, I love, I love the Cowboys one. Like, this is just going to make it all that sweeter when we get to the bowl next, or we get that boot, when they give them the boot next weekend. Yeah, right. All I could, all the first thing I thought was just Trent Williams just pointing uh, at the fans in the crowd. I, it's going to be an, it's going to be an exciting game. You know, and it was last year that Jimmy Garoppolo got hurt in, you know, in Dallas uh, in that game. And so this is going to be a little bit of a different Set up for the 49ers being at home. Dallas is coming to Levi Stadium. Um, so it, it should be a fun matchup. I think it's going to be a fun week, too, to talk 49ers, talk Cowboys, uh, the rich history, and, and, you know, some cool, interesting matchups. Dak can, he can move around. He can extend plays. He can, he can run. Uh, so you're going to have to keep, you know, an eye on him. Uh, you're going to have Tony Pollard in that running game against Fred Warner, Drake Greenlaw, you know, and, and Armstead in that front. Uh, you're going to have CeeDee Lamb and Charverius Ward. That's an interesting matchup but uh you know on the other side you got brandon Ayuk against trayvon diggs and Ayuk turned him inside out last year so it's gonna be fun and the stories are gonna be good and um i'm all about it and anonymous is asking why why is there only eight likes hey come on come on everyone uh come through with the likes uh anonymous is saying it so yeah and paul says it don't sell your tickets to cowboy fans don't do it keep those tickets and if you need to sell them sell them to a 49er fan there are plenty of them, plenty of 49er fans that would love to go to this game and will pay a good amount for them. Um, Shooter says, just think Dak only has one more playoff win than Purdy. Yeah, and Purdy ain't going away anytime soon. Uh, Brock Purdy played well. He played within himself. He made plays, and he got more confident as the game goes on. What no one wants is for this guy to continue to get confidence through the season. I'm talking about the rest of the NFL, because if he does, he's going to start operating at even a higher level. And the more confidence he gets, the better he's going to get. Uh, dude's got some big time skills. Matthew says, do you think Ryan's interview with four teams this week will have a negative effect on the defense? I'm concerned. But I think Ryan's deserves the opportunity. I don't think so for the mere fact they went through this last year. D'Amico Ryans took interviews last year. It had no effect on the defense. The defense played really good, helped them get all the way to the NFC Championship game, and they only gave up 20 points you know, to the Rams. So I don't think it's going to have an effect on uh, the team. And the way that I've heard this team talk, Fred Warner – you know, and others, including Jimmy Ward, talk about how, hey, you know, football's a business. Uh, they want to see 
a player or players and coaches do well and and have other opportunities to be successful. Uh, they were able to navigate with Robert Sala. They were able to do it with D'Amico Ryan's last year. I think it'll be no problems. They'll be able to get it done this year too. And and Jaley says liked uh, Israel Mukwamu as a draft prospect. Sucks that he's a cowgirl now. I liked him too. Uh, he was one of the guys I really liked. I did not see him playing a a nickel role. I thought he was going to be an outside corner, but I mean, he looked pretty good today. His length was definitely getting some things going. And traffic says Cowboy fans win their first road playoff game in 30 years and already invading chat. Gotta love it, right? I mean, you gotta love it. Uh, ID says time to get the popcorn ready. I like that. Luce's aunt, what's the issue with Drake Jackson? I'm not really understanding why our second round draft pick isn't active on game day, especially on the defensive line. We'll see him Will we see him next week? I don't know if we'll see him next week uh, because Dallas has a pretty good run game and the 49ers have been going with keeping extra defensive linemen, an extra defensive line rotation. So what they have is Armstead, Kinlaw, uh, Kevin Givens, T.Y. McGill, and Kerry Hyder. With Hyder uh, having the versatility to play the outside edge and play interior defensive line, we're on the outside. They've been playing Jordan Willis, uh, Nick Bosa, Ebucom, and Charles Amenehue. Um so they haven't been having to have Drake Jackson because they have Kerry Hyder that can do both. And so what they really want to do is make sure that they, you know, have the the best rotation. And so when they're playing these teams that want to run the football and want to run the football heavily, they're going with T.Y. McGill uh, and Kerry Hyder, that pick over Drake Jackson. The other thing they talked before, Kyle Shannon said, I think a few weeks ago, that one of the reasons Jordan Willis was out there instead of Drake Jackson is Jordan Willis is better on special teams. And we all know that's a fact, but I'll throw in also Jordan Willis and Kerry Hyder and Charles Aminahue are better playing the run than Drake Jackson. Right now, Drake Jackson is not a three down defensive end in this league. He will get there, uh, but he's not there yet. So I think that's the reason he's inactive. I, I love having his speed and athleticism out there on the field. I just don't know if they're going to be able to do that right now. So, uh, Shooter says, you mean like Dak in the playoffs? I love that response. Well played. And what's up, Harold? How's it going? Harold's in chat. Jaley uh, says, Tom Brady's arm is going to be in rough shape after tonight. What the hell kind of offensive game plan did they have? Rather watch the Panthers play this game against the Cowgirls. The problem is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers haven't been able to run the football all year. Uh, they're not able, they don't stick with it. They don't consistently run the football. Uh, they can't put a, a run game together that is is good enough to maintain. And, and that changes the game. What that means is Tom Brady has to throw it over 50 times. He doesn't have any play action to go there. So they don't have the whole shot plays down the field. They could have got with Godwin and Evans if they did. Uh, so that's a big reason. A lot of that has to go with they've had significant amount of injuries along their offensive line. And then Dallas came in and played a, a very good game in after. But once Dallas got up, Tampa Bay couldn't stick with them. That turnover by Tom Brady when they were, you know, they were down 9-0 was huge in this football game. Um, that could have been a difference in the way that the game was played overall. And Christian's saying prediction. Uh, I'm not, I'm not ready to give prediction other than 49ers win. I'm not going to go through the score yet. I'm going to break down some all 22 film. I do it every week. And then on my game preview show, I do give a, you know, a score prediction that'll come out uh, Friday or Saturday um, later this week. And Roger says Dallas will beat the 49ers soundly. Uh, hopefully it's uh, hopefully, you know, because last year it wasn't so soundly. 
that they won. Uh, Dax, you know, didn't quite get it done. Exciter says 49ers by 20. Gotta love that. Uh, and Bubble says records count. That's why they keep track. That's the truth. Uh, Rob says should change the name to Dallas Trolls. <laughs> like, uh, and what's up? I bleed with the super chat here. Says, please don't sell your tickets to Cowgirl fans due to high rain levels in the Bay Area. Tears could cause a mudslide. Let's go, Niners. Well played. You're you're getting a clap from me. Well played, I bleed red and gold. I like that. Yeah. And and luckily it's not gonna rain during the game. It's gonna be clean. Uh it's not supposed to rain towards the later part of this week. That's good news for the 49ers overall. Jonathan says, can't wait for the rematch this weekend. It's going to be fun. I think Dallas fans are going to be excited. 49ers fans are going to be excited. I have friends that are Cowboy fans, so we'll be you know, having some fun conversations about it. It'll be good. Uh, and Paul says, good thing Brady has a center. It made a huge difference. That's what my thought was. That's what I said on the A Hill show. Like, I, I, no, Ryan Jensen, come on. No, I just don't, I don't see it. I don't see it. Harold says Tampa Bay had opportunities, but the receivers played without motivation. Um, Tampa did have, you know, chances. I thought Brady missed some throws. I thought wide receivers missed some throws. Yeah, it's 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 crazy. A narrow mania. 40 yards will ride them, cowgirls. How about them Niners? And welcome to chat. I haven't seen you in here, so welcome. Really appreciate you coming through. JLE uh, says Dak ain't throwing four TDs versus the Niners. I wouldn't think so. But if he does... Uh, that's only 28 points. And with Brock Purdy at the helm, the 49ers averaged 34.8. And if you were watch the A Hill show, you know that every time the 49ers added a player, it added seven points to the total. So with Jimmy, when Jimmy Garoppolo was at the helm, the 49ers averaged just over 21 points a game. You add Christian McCaffrey, seven points. You add Brock Purdy, seven points. You add Debo Samuel for the playoff, seven points. Fun to be a 49er fan, isn't it? Uh, Rob says, been a 49er fan for 40 plus years. I know how much Dallas fans like to talk. You're right, uh, Rob. You, you've been around. You understand it. Uh, you've been through, you know, all the all the big time games. You're right. And uh, I, I'm I'm glad that you understand exactly what's going to happen. And um, Tim, Tim, welcome to chat says Cowboys will lose again like that. Yeah, just Cowboys. You're not going to be able to pull it off. Uh, John says, I remember Debo outrushing both Cowgirls tailbacks a combined last year. And Debo almost finished that game off. Man, did he come up an inch and then in short. And then we had the offsides. Uh, Trent Williams goes and lines up on the other side. Can't pull it off. 49ers still get the stop. It was a very intriguing game last year. Uh, I think it's going to play out, you know, a little bit differently. But there'll be a lot of excitement in this one as well. Just a matchup. Anytime you get Cowboys 49ers, it's just different. It's just different. I love it. Uh, Matthew says, during the game, Jerry Jones asked if anyone in the crowd knows how to kick. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Uh, they've got to probably make a change, right? I mean, who who thinks they, they need to make a change? I, I think they do. Uh, Harold says, Cowboys ain't nothing to worry about. Uh, Tim says, Cowboys will be completely embarrassed. Seahawks are better than Cowboys. Uh, there's some interesting matchups. I think the Cowboys, you know, if you can, if you can handle Micah Parsons in pass rush situations, Stay out of third and longs. If you're able to run the football in early downs, you can beat him with run blocking. The 49ers did it pretty uh, pretty much the entire game last last year in the wild card round is they were able to kick those guys out. And we know Anthony Barr is the same way. When the 49ers played against Anthony Barr when he was with Minnesota in 2019, Jimmy Garoppolo flat-backed Anthony Barr, if everyone remembers. Uh, so they can get some push on that edge with those two guys. 
coming off the edge, those two linebackers, and they can create run lanes on the on the on the edges right there. It creates a huge bubble. Uh, you've seen Christian McCaffrey rip off the 68-yard run this week against the Seahawks. Those sort of plays are open, and all you have to do is body up Vander Esch. If you get a body on him, the safeties for um, the the C or I'm sorry for the Cowboys aren't as good as Quandre Diggs, so they're not always going to make those tackles or run people down. So I think that's somewhere the 49ers can attack just from early thoughts and views. I plan on getting more into it, but that's that's my opening thoughts uh, right now. Uh, Bobby says, Dallas worries me a little. Man, I wish Minnesota won so we could play Minnesota and Dallas would take care of Philly for us. Going to be a good fight Sunday. I think that was my mindset going into it, Bobby, too. I wanted Minnesota. I knew that their, their defense wasn't it, and I knew the 49ers could probably score 50 on Minnesota's defense. So uh, I would have preferred the Minnesota route because it would have been the easiest uh, route to get to the NFC Championship game. But, you know, this is the one that's there. So uh we'll we'll see how it plays out paul says no and that's only 24 points because they will miss all the extra points <laughs> well played well played and normal mania says if 49ers can't beat the cowboys or cowgirls at home two extra days of rest then kyle needs to be fired we definitely don't think kyle needs to be fired for any reason uh he's done a very good job and um you know i'm, I'm excited about this team moving forward and i don't think they're gonna lose i think they're gonna do a very good job and execute i think it's gonna be a tough matchup <laughs> I don't think the Cowboys are coming in and laying down or anything like that. I think it's going to be a good battle, but I think the 49ers can handle it. And what's up, Twisted Clown? Twisted Clown with the Super Chest is, hi, Ant. I feel a strong win coming, but remember, we do struggle with mobile quarterbacks and screens. Uh, let the trash talking begin. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing, right? That's part of the reason I wanted to play Tampa Bay and I wanted to play Minnesota is they don't have a uh, athletic quarterback. I mean, but now everyone left is athletic. Uh, Daniel Jones, Jalen Hurts, uh, Dak Prescott, they can all move. And even Brock Purdy, he can move around in the pocket. He's not going to beat you with his legs, but he can continue to move around. So I think it's it's exciting, the, the matchups that are going to come. And the 49ers just got to make sure they keep their rush lane integrity, make sure they keep these guys bottled up, and then put pressure on them. Again, don't let them get outside the pocket. Don't let them extend plays. And if they do, they'll be just fine. WTM says Bosa missed the entire second half last year in the Cowboy match of the game. This game, he is healthy. Uh, he's going to he's gonna be doing very good. Uh, and I don't know about this. this. Parsons is better than Bosa if he played DN all the time, so you can't compare. Um, I don't think he's better than Bosa. I think he's more athletic than Bosa. But as a pass rusher, uh, Parsons don't have the technique. He don't have the skill. I know he plays linebacker sometimes and all that. So, you know, that's impressive. Uh, but to me, he's not dominant at his position. And because he plays multiple positions, he's not dominant at either one. He's good, uh, but not overall the best player at either one of those positions. He can't be considered the best player. Uh, but that's my own personal opinion. Um, so Rob says, Fourier is going to flip them cowgirls like looking for mushrooms. Well played. Uh, yeah, it's going to be a fun talk. I think there's going to be a lot of cool talks. Yeah, imagine being a 49er fan. Uh, it's a lot of fun. You know, relevancy, winning playoff games. Uh, going to Super Bowls uh, that that weren't the 1990s. Pretty fun. All right. Uh, Tim says, Giants will beat the Eagles. Giants look pretty good. And, you know, if the Giants come to San Francisco, boy, would that bring back some memories of, you know, 2011 and even the, the 1990s, some big-time games. A big heck says, or big neck. Is that big heck? Yeah, it says, uh, this game will determine who goes to the Super Bowl. It definitely could. It's going to be a good matchup. It's going to be a good matchup. And, uh... 
Let's see. Ruben says, if it's the Giants and the Niners FC Championship game, we win because Kyle Williams won't be there. Whew. Yeah, it's, it's it's tough to remember those days. It's tough to think about that overall. Paul said Parsons disappeared against us in the playoffs last year. Yeah, because they were able to run the football. And when you're a- able to run the football at a consistent high level like the 49ers were last year in the playoffs, uh, then it, it changes the way Parsons has to play. Because when Parsons has to play the run, he has to set the edge. He can't come free and you know get that good first step. He has a really good first step. Parsons is a good player. But when you make him defend the run, you make your team better. Or make you know make everything better. So I think that's what they want to do in this game. And we got a super chat here uh, that I want to make sure I read right here from Brandon. Thanks so much, Brandon. I appreciate the gift. Says, is Dak, Dak Prescott really a mobile quarterback, though? He's as mobile as Purdy. On a side note, remember the last game, Cowboys game of the season, six points. Yeah, it was it was the four yards one by six. Dak took off on the on the quarterback draw. And he gets down there and they don't have enough time to get another playoff. They tried to snap it, just weren't able to pull it off. I think it's an interesting thing that you bring up. Is Dak Prescott a mobile quarterback? I think looking back at his time in college and then looking back at what he did early on in his career, he was definitely a guy that did a lot with his legs. I think since he got injured, he hasn't been as willing to run. They don't run as much read option stuff. Um, but I do think he's considered a mobile quarterback because just like today against Tampa Bay, he could scramble and get a first down. You have to at least worry and consider about it. I think it's like Geno that we played last week, Geno Smith. It's not like the guy is going to blow you away, right? He's not Mike Vick. He's not Donovan McNabb. He's not one of these guys that could take over a game with their legs, uh, Justin Fields. Uh, but he can convert, you know, it's third and five. You run man coverage, your turn running with receivers, and all of a sudden he picks up seven. Those things are backbreakers for a defense. So in that case, he is mobile. Plus, if you don't, you know, get your hands on him and make sure you grab cloth, he can break away. And he's got the arm to make it hurt down the field. So, uh, yeah, I think that you know he is considered mobile, um, but I don't think it's in the way of like those elite mobile quarterbacks by any means, uh, for sure. So he's he's just someone you got to make sure you keep your eye on. You know, he's not Kyler or anything like that. Uh, I don't game says another chance to break the hearts of Cowboy fans around the world. What a gift. Uh, you know, and these are two, two of the bigger fan bases in the entire NFL, uh, last year's game, huge ratings. I expect the same thing. Uh, NFL has got to be super excited to have this game on Sunday. You know, it's going to be good. Eric says, Ant, who do you think has improved more since last year's playoff game, the Cowboys or the 49ers? It's the 49ers. Uh, the 49ers are playing better at the quarterback position. They added Christian McCaffrey. Uh, they have their offensive line went from being, you know, 20th best last year to being top five according to PFF. That's huge. Uh, defensively, you add Charvarius Ward, uh, you add Hufanga and Gibson. Uh, it to me, the four years made a lot of improvements. Dallas is good, uh, and Dallas is probably a little bit better than they were last year. Minus though, they've lost Amari Cooper. I think that could be huge. Um, but I think Dallas got a little bit better. I think the Fires just got a lot better because they've had upgrades at several positions and overall they're just playing at such a high level. Um, Nico says the good thing is it won't be, it won't rain Sunday for the Niners and Cowboys game. Yeah, that is good news. It's going to be decided on the field and not by weather. That's for sure. Uh, and John says, who's Parsons? Uh, we might not know in San Francisco. We haven't seen him yet. We'll see if he can show up and, and get something done. I don't game says Bosa with added motivation to show, uh, he's levels above Micah's. Get your popcorn ready. He's going to be excited. 
You know, and it's going to be interesting because, you know, you had Peters get hurt today. I, I believe it was Peters that got hurt. Uh, we'll see how healthy he is for them. Uh, Jason Peters got hurt, which meant, you know, they went back to uh, Tyler Smith playing left tackle. Uh, Tyron Smith doesn't move like he used to. Those guys are, you know, those guys are good. They, they're going to be able to block, uh, but the 49ers have one heck of a pass rush, and they've been consistently, you know, putting pressure on people, and I think they can do it against this group too. And Twisted Clown with the Super Chat. Thanks so much for the uh, the gift. I really appreciate it. I said, let's be clear. Cowboys always say it's their year. Uh, yeah, I mean, they they do. I mean, they, they've been wanting it to be their year for a long time. And, I mean, 49ers have been on the quest for six. I think just as, as an organization, the 49ers have come closer. Uh, 2012, 49ers go to the Super Bowl. 2019, 49ers go to the Super Bowl. Last year, NFC Championship game. Uh, Dallas hasn't really got that far yet, and the 49ers can prevent them from getting that far again if they beat them in the divisional matchup. It's not going to be easy. They're a tough matchup. They got good players, uh, but if you go out there and you execute your game plan, you can definitely you know slow them down and defeat them. And it's it's like always with Tamiko Ryan's go in there and take away Tony Pollard and Ezekiel Elliott and make them one dimensional. Uh, if you're able to stop them with your front seven, you don't have to give anyone else. And then you're able to get home on third and long with your front four without having to blitz Dak Prescott. It's going to make it difficult. Now, the one good thing the 49ers have, because Pollard's speed to the outside, you can see it on display against Tampa Bay. And they have good athletic linebackers. But the the two most athletic uh, run-stopping linebackers in the league, Fred Warner and Drake Greenlaw, reside with the San Francisco 49ers. So yeah, I'm I'm good. Uh, Matthew Rowley says for the week, can we change our super chat animation to To in the middle of the star? I will see if I can get to that. Uh, I have lots of things on my plate, uh, but I'll see if I can get to that for sure. That that would be hilarious. Uh, Bubba says I have a feeling Giants will upset Philly. I think they're gonna give them all they got. I'll tell you that right now. Uh, I think they're gonna give them all they all they can handle. Bubba says 49 fans took over Cowboy Stadium last year. They did. They really did. Uh, Big says 40 yards beat Cowboys with people being injured. 40 yards is extremely healthy with what four players out. Yeah, I mean they're they're pretty healthy. Four yards are at a at a level. What's up, Fork Tall? How's it going? Says um sup hashtag TCC 40 yards fam. I like our chances. I think our DBs match up better than versus the Sea Hags, in my opinion. Thoughts? Uh, I think they do. I think the 49ers aren't gonna go in there and try to like take away CD Lamb. Or Michael Gallup, I think they're going to go in there with a complete team, you know, defensive thought. Sometimes, uh, what by formation and, and by situation, maybe you'll bracket C.D. Lamb or you'll take away, try to take away Michael Gallup. Uh, but I think they're going to go in there and you know if, if they if they can uh, find cool matchups to fil filter these guys in, confuse Dak Prescott a little bit with shells, uh, shell coverages, show one thing and then run something else, and then I do think. Uh, timely blitzes. If if you can disguise and time your blitzes, you can get home to Dak. Once he sees a blitz in his face, he will somewhat try to get away, and then you can get him down. Those are good opportunities. If he recognizes the blitz, like you saw tonight against Tampa Bay, some of those blitzes were very evident. All of a sudden, the safety is playing a lot closer than he normally does, and then when he vacates, he throws right to the vacancy in the zone. Linebacker not able to make up for that. I think those are areas the 49ers can do it a little bit different and a little bit better because they just have a better defense. And Mac Daddy says four years barely beat the Seahawks. Barely. 41 to 23. And that was a garbage time touchdown. It was close for the first half. Unfortunately, games don't last 30 minutes. They last 60. 
And that's it. The 49ers played 60 minutes. The Seahawks didn't barely do anything. Uh, the Seahawks got whooped in the second half. And they, they'll admit it. Uh, you can go read any of the things that they said. There was nothing barely about it. The 49ers handled the Seahawks' business, especially in the second half. Uh, I bleed says barely beat the Seahawks. Someone didn't watch the game. See, there you go. Uh, I love it. It's good. And Paul's already worried about Skip Bayless. It's going to be fun. Uh, Ruben says barely beat the Seahawks. Uh, yeah, turn the game off. If, if you turn it off at half, you missed it. I mean, you missed it. It would be like the Jacksonville game, right? Uh, you just missed it. Daly says, what game did you watch, Mac Daddy? I don't think you watched it. That That's how it is. I, I think it is. Um, and I, you know, I think that's the thing, right? You, the, the Dallas Cowboys, they're not exactly a, a bad football team. They're good. They've got a lot of talent. Uh, they really do. And I think that, you know, we're not taking them too lightly. We understand who they are. Uh, as far as, you know, scoring points, you know, they're, they're up there. They're, they're what their defense is one of the better ones. Their offense is one of the better ones. Um, so, I mean, that's the thing you look at their, their points, uh it's it's good you know for them and i i think that dallas overall i'm gonna look at their offense overall like what it was doing this year um it was it was one of the better ones and if we go you know points per game um they were one two three four fourth best in the league you know they averaged 27.5 points per game this year uh the 49ers finished yeah at sixth with a 26.5 and of course we know the 49ers finished on an absolute Hair down the stretch, you know, with Brock once Brock Purdy took the helm. Um, you know, it's not like Dallas stopped scoring points, except against Washington. They they were scoring a lot of points. I mean, Dallas has been an explosive offense pretty much the entire year. And you know, you're gonna have to come in with a really good game plan to be able to beat them. The problem is, you know, in that same stretch, the defense started giving up a lot of points uh down the second half of the season, you know, giving up 31 to the Packers you know, and uh, giving up 40 to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, so I think that there's opportunity for the 49ers to score points, uh, but Dallas is a good team. I mean, they're they're not going to go away easy. They're going to be one of those teams uh, that's that's fun. So I'm looking forward to playing the Dallas Cowboys. San Francisco 49ers, Dallas is going to be go good. Like Harold said, it's going to be electric. Let's go Niners. And what's up, Smithers? Welcome to chat. Like I like that Smithers is in here. Uh, Travis said, if you want to say we barely beat the Seahawks, well, the Fourers beat the Bucks 35-7. Uh, you only won 31-14. There, see, that's that's what happens. That's what happens. What's up, Jess? How's it going? Welcome to chat. Harold says, I want to see another WWE Paul Heyman introduction of Purdy. Let's go, Niners. Yeah, I ended up going back and watching that, Jay Ellie. Uh, Jay Ellie was telling me about it, and I went back and watched it. Fantastic. I've been waiting for that. Uh, absolutely loved it. It was great. And then any, I don't know if you guys saw it, but uh, NBC Bay Area did one with Nate Diaz hype video. I know it's circulating now, uh, so I'm looking for that. And John says, "Hey Dallas, y'all hear them footsteps, Debo? Uh oh, uh, it's gonna be a good game. There's gonna be some heavy hitting. Um, and let's see. I mean, I think it's gonna be a battle of attrition. You know, when we get to the third or fourth quarter, who's still being able to play at that high level? Uh, the 49ers, um. They, they've been able to you know consistently play 60 minutes all year. Uh, they've been tough. And right now, the 49ers are averaging 34.8 points a game. The only game that they were you know held under 30 points with Brock Purdy at the helm was Thursday night football, short week against the Seattle Seahawks in Seattle. 
with an injured Brock Purdy. He had broken ribs and a strained oblique. Uh, there's nothing that makes me think the 49ers can't go for over 30 over Dallas. Uh, the question is, you know, can Dallas score over 30 against the 49ers defense? I don't think they can. You know, they, they might get into the 20s. That That's a possibility. You know, they might score mid-20s. Uh, but this might be one of those old school battles like we used to see in the 90s where the 49ers win, you know, 34-24, something like that. It's it's going to be a fun one. Rod says Niners aren't the Bucks, and Dallas fans will see that on Sunday. Uh, that's that's a very true statement right there. Uh, never been a truer statement right there. Uh, Niners are definitely not the Bucks. Forktail says cow patties are good and they really have good personnel, but Shanny will own McCarthy. They do. And you know what's interesting is Kyle Shanahan's familiarity with their defensive coordinator, right? They coached together in Atlanta. He was the head coach. Uh, so they're going to have some familiarity with what each other's doing. Uh, it's going to be filling out. And last year, Kyle Shanahan had, was getting the best of them a, a lot early in that football game. And, you know, Jimmy Garoppolo trying to protect his thumb got twisted, ended up hurting his shoulder. And you could kind of see Jimmy Garoppolo went from playing well to very much struggling in the second half of that game. So I think that's something to remember as well. Brock Purdy is healthy. He's ready to go. And he's been operating this offense at a super high level. Um, Smither, Smither says, we going to beat the poo out of them cowgirls. Uh, Harold says, even LeBron James is trying to get on the 49ers bandwagon now. Are you kidding me? Let's go Warriors and let's go 49ers. Well, he'll be rooting for Dallas this week. Uh, he's a Dallas Cowboys fan, so he'll be rooting for Dallas against the 49ers, but we'll see. Uh, Finn, how's it going? Finn in chat says, quest for six for both teams. An old 90s rivalry about to be renewed. I think it kind of got kickstarted last year. I mean, anyone that watched that game and saw the 49ers come in and take over that stadium, I think the Dallas Cowboys, you know, that's where the rivalry got back going again. Uh, four yards aren't going to, you know, they're not fooling around with the Cowboys. Cowboys ain't fooling with them. This is going to be a cool matchup. They're going to get into it. They're going to get aggressive. Uh, and, you know, and both got skill players. I mean, just going through the list of players against each other, it's pretty dominant. Uh, and that's what's that's what's going to be fun. Now, Felipe, how's it going? Felipe says, let's go 49ers beat them cockaboys. Uh, lots of different ways to say Cowboys in the chat. Heard them all today. It's it's been pretty fun. Uh yeah, but I mean the so the Cowboys have one of the better scoring offenses in the league. And you know, that's that's impressive for them. Uh as far as defense is where you're gonna find the 49ers have an advantage. The 49ers are the number one. Uh, as far as if we go just at scoring defense, 49ers are number one. Dallas Cowboys are the fifth best uh scoring defense in the league. They give up about 20 points per game. Uh, so something's going to give. 49ers, 16.3. Dallas, 20.1. So I think that's something you know, we could keep looking at overall. Uh, turnover differential. These are the two best teams in the entire league in turnover differential. It's it's going to be cool, guys. It's going to be really cool. This matchup between these two games is going to be fun. And John says, let's go, Faithful. Take six. I'm with you. Uh Rod says Bosa will show up big time for this one. He's going to show the defensive player of the year. I, I think he's going to show up. I mean, he got, you know, he got slowed down a little bit last week. Uh, he's not going to let that slide. He's going to get after it. And I think he's going to make a lot of plays in this game. And, you know, D'Amico Ryans is going to come out with a great scheme. They're going to, you know, they've been thinking about this. They've had an opportunity to rest. Uh, the 49ers have had it. You know, they got all day Sunday to rest. 
They were able to get in and do you know what they needed to do today as far as film and everything. They're ready to roll. These guys are ready to go for this week. They're going to get in their normal practice, uh, but they had extra days to prepare. You know, playing on Saturday and playing on Monday, huge difference and huge advantage for the 49ers as far as preparation, as far as health. Uh, I mean, right now, Dallas has to turn around, travel from Florida to Texas, and then they have to get their bodies right. You know, break down what worked well against Tampa Bay and then move on to the 49ers where you have to worry about a plethora of skilled players. It, it, you know, you're not worried. I mean, they, they, there's no way they came into this game against Tampa Bay worried, you know, like actually worried about Leonard Fournette. Uh, they're just not. So who are they worried about? Uh, Mike Evans? Yeah, check. That's probably who they're worried about. Godwin? Yeah, check, right? You worry about those two guys. Julio Jones had a big play, but... Julio has been a shell of himself. He just hasn't been healthy, and you can tell it's taking a toll on his body. And then Cameron Brait, I mean, you're not, that's not George Kittle. You know, but when you've got to play the 49ers, you have to game plan for Christian McCaffrey, for Debo Samuel, for Brandon Ayuk, because if you don't, Ayuk will turn your best player inside out like he did last year. You know, and you just have all kinds of guys. You know, it's uh, not just Jawan, you have Jawan Jennings, you have George Kittle. Just so many weapons for a team you have to prepare for. That's what makes it really tough. And you only have how many days to do it? You know what I mean? Uh, and Harold with the super chat. Thanks so much, Harold. Says it feels pretty, it feels pretty great, baby. I enjoy watching the goat Jerry Rice rooting for the four years. I like the energy Jerry brings to the stadium. God bless you. Well, thank you so much, and God bless you as well, Harold. Yeah, he brings a lot of energy. He was wearing the helmet, right, with all the all the jewels and, and gems on it. He was looking fly. Uh Jerry does definitely bring it, and he brings that tie. To that rivalry it's going to be hyped he's going to be hyped you know i'm sure we're going to have a lot of 49er fans you know and old players in the building uh it's going to be a good one and and alfred what's how's it going alfred he said even michael irving uh said he did not want to see the niners in the in the playoffs let's go niners yeah i don't think anyone actually wants the 49ers you know i i, I don't i don't think the teams actually wanted to see him i think they were hoping seahawks were going to knock him off for the cowboys were hoping to avoid them you know, maybe Minnesota would knock them off. I think everyone was really hoping not to see San Francisco. Uh, and now the road could run through San Francisco. But New York Giants would have to take care of business, of course. That's tough. And what's up, Ruben? Thanks for the super chat. Really appreciate it. Ruben says, born in 94, so never got to see the real rivalry. But growing up around current Cowboys, all I got to say is F the Cowboys. Uh, and and Ruben Gonzalez with the, with the super chat. I really appreciate the gift. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, in fact, 1994, so I'm older than you are. Uh, 94, I remember it. I was wearing the white jersey, uh, you know, just rooting for the 49ers. And I had been through agonizing losses in 92 and 93, and I just wanted the 49ers to win. I needed that, and they did it. You know, Deion Sanders came. Uh, Ken Norton Jr. came. Uh, it was, it was, uh, they drafted Lee Woodall, they drafted Brian Young, and it was just, it changed things. But that rivalry in the 1990s, Cowboys 49ers was something special. Uh, why not? Let's renew that thing. Let's, 49ers Cowboys, let's meet in the playoffs every single year, except this time, let's make sure the 49ers win it. Uh, so let's, let's do that. <laughs> Bailey says that chain is going to give the goat some neck issues. LOL. It's pretty heavy. Uh, Rome the Upsetter, how's it going, Rome? Says Juice, Kittle, Debo, Mitchell, CMC, Jennings, Ray Ray, Ayuk, Purdy, bruh. It's too much. Yeah, it feels like too much to me, too. It really does. 
Finn says old players from the Cowboys and four years will be in attendance and prime time will be on the fence. There you go. Uh, there you go. He's not going to want to make a pick. We'll, we'll finally get Richard Sherman uh, off the fence that he was on with the 25 to 25 tie last week. So I'm curious what he has to say on his podcast this week, but you're right. It, it'll be off the fence for, uh, or it'll be um, prime time on the fence and everybody else will be given their, their calls of uh, four call says Parsons going to the house of pancakes via Trent Williams. Yeah. And you know what? They were handling him last year with George Kittle with Charlie Warner, uh, with Jeff Wilson Jr. They were finding ways to kick him out with other players that weren't even Trent Williams. When you get Trent Williams on him, you get that giant hole like you got against Seattle where he took the you know the edge defender and just blew him completely up. I think it was Bruce Irvin. It was spectacular. Steven says, uh, 49ers versus Eagles NFC Championship game. It's it's a good possibility. Uh, those have been the two best teams over the you know end of the season. Uh, so that's it. And the 49ers are going to have to take out one of the other best teams, which is the Dallas Cowboys. All three of those teams have been the top of the division for a while. And Bobby says, ha Okay, okay. I still think Bucks have a better wide receiving core if Purdy is your hope. I guess you're all going to realize he will fall f- like uh, like the GOAT. You think that the Bucks have a better receiving core than the 49ers? Trayvon Diggs still hasn't found Brandon Ayuk, and they played last January. No way. I mean, come on now. Brandon Ayuk is the best route runner out of all those guys. Evans has the speed. He's the down downfield threat. I'll give you that. Uh, Godwin's possession guy. Debo's better than him at, with you know after the catch. Uh, Debo runs you over. You throw in the fact you have George Kittle. There's no one like that. With Cameron Braid on Tampa Bay. There's just no way. Skill players wise, it's not close. You match up Christian McCaffrey on the linebackers. You know we if we spread you out, Micah Parsons might have to cover him. Uh, that's a mis- that's not happening. Uh, Van Der Esch ain't covering him. Anthony Barr ain't covering him. Anthony Barr couldn't even block Jimmy or couldn't even stop Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, no way. Come on. Uh, that that I mean I I know that's what you want to believe, but that's just not the case. Uh, you know I like Dallas, uh, and and I know about Tampa Bay. There's just no way. There's no way Tampa Bay's receiver. If if Julio Jones was prime Julio Jones, we could have a fun conversation about it, but uh, not is. And, and I don't game bringing up Gary Plummer. Yeah, to play the middle. He did so good. So I'm with you on that. Uh, let's see. Traffic says, did you see Dak try to throw that block? You think he'd try on Bosa? LMAO. Yeah, he did. You know, he he gave it and he tried to get up there and get in the way of somebody uh, completely whiffed. I like the effort, though. You know, get out there and at least put your you know body out there for Pollard. I thought Pollard was going to get in at first. I think there ended up being a holding call on the play. It ended up coming back anyways. Uh, but yeah, Dak was feeling himself during this game. He was getting after a little bit. Uh, so yeah, I think it was. I think it was overall was pretty good. Um, the game was the game was a fun game to watch. I think everyone enjoyed that game. And so you know that's the thing. You're going to have these two matchups. You have skilled players all over the place. Cowboys are not lacking skill players. 49ers are not lacking skill players. Uh, 49ers offensive line has been playing spectacular. Uh, their their pass grades were so good against the Seahawks, and that's what they're going to have to do. They're going to have to slow down you know, Parsons in that group, and if they can, give Brock Purdy time. He's going to make some plays, and that's just the way it is, and you've got the skill players to do it, and I think the Cowboys defense has to figure out how to slow down Christian McCaffrey. Uh, because if they don't, when it gets to four minutes left in the fourth quarter, last year the 49ers didn't get the first down in the game. You know, they almost did. Uh, Debo couldn't get it. They had the quarterback sneak problem. They didn't get it done. And Dallas had an opportunity. This year, they'll slam the door on you. Between Christian McCaffrey, Elijah Mitchell, and Jordan Mason, 
if the 49ers get the ball with four minutes left and they and the win, they're running it, running them over. Game set match in that situation. Spectacular running game for the 49ers in those situations. They just they win in those in those times. Uh Spencer Burford just came off his best game. Gonna be good. I love look at this landed coming through 40 to 6 Niners. Let, let me just be honest. If we get a 40 to 6, land and come back here. Uh, because I want to call you Nostradamus. 40 to 6 is a huge victory for the 49ers. I would take that in a heartbeat. That's not what I expect, but boy, would that be fantastic. And WTM says hit that like button. Yeah, if you haven't hit it, hit it for me. I really appreciate hitting the like button. If you haven't subscribed and this is your first time, or hey, you've seen it before, but you haven't subscribed, subscribe to the channel. Really appreciate it. Then you get notified anytime I go live or put up a video. And there's going to be lots of stuff coming out during the week, so make sure you come through and, and join for all the chats. Travis says the most entertaining part was the missed PATs. It got strange, traffic. It got strange. When he, when he missed the two to the right, you're like, okay, the next one, he's going to correct it, and he's going to make this one, right? And then he pulled it to the left. Crazy. It was, it was, I haven't seen anything like that in a while. It was crazy. I don't games to Tyler Smith over under five holding penalties is the real question, and that's it, right? How many times is he going to hold Nick Bosa? That'll be interesting in this game. Depending on what we're going to have to see who the refs are. But you're right. He is a grabber. He's a holder. He got away with a couple in this game. So, I mean, that's something to monitor. See if they call it. Rome says we got Mason this year. Fire fourth quarter beast mode. He does a great job. He really does. And uh, that's good. That's good for the 49ers. You have to be able to close it out. WTM 41 29ers. We're already getting these predictions in. There you go. And Jason said he said 40 to 6. Jason Mondragon coming through. This is solid. He said 46 because they're going to miss the extra point. Well played. Just well played. I mean, smart fans in the in the chat. I love it. Paul says, we are a much improved team over the last year. A lot more complete. When you play the Niners, just get got your uh, pick your poison, and that's all you can make it make it sick. Yeah, you're right. You got to pick your poison. Who are you going to take away? If, you, if you're taking away McCaffrey and Debo, that means you've got George Kittle, Brandon Ayuk, and Juwan Jennings that can make things happen. Uh, you know, what are you going to do? It's it's a tough thing. The four years have never had this weaponry with a, a guy that plays quarterback like a point guard like we have with Brock Purdy. He pulls the strings, and he gets the playmakers, the football, uh, which puts the stress on a defense. And all the while, the four years can still run the football at a high level. So um, it makes it a little bit tough. Rod says Niners are a better team this year especially without Jimmy on the field. Purdy is a rookie, but he can move and won't just stand there like Jimmy G. I don't think it's going to be too close. You're right. The escapability does give the 49ers a more, a more of an advantage than they had last year because Brock Purdy is, is able to get away from interior defenders. He's able to extend plays. He's able to get outside the pocket. And even if he throws the football away, it's not a sack. So those things have been huge for the 49ers, and Brock Purdy's done it consistently. Not like he's the most athletic guy, but he's athletic enough uh, to make things happen. And you can see some magic, too. The 49ers wide receivers are getting more comfortable with the scramble drill and with him locating receivers. So I'm with you on that. And Traffic says, did you get a chance to see Peyton's reaction from the Manning cast to uh, the misses? No, I didn't. I'm going to have to check that out. And Landon says, and Purdy scramble. So, yeah, Traffic, I'll go check that out. Uh, Peyton's uh, reactions to the misses. I seen Dax. Dak wasn't happy. Dak was ticked off for sure. Uh, so yeah, I'll check those out. I don't game says Eli Mitchell didn't get to see Dallas last year, but it'll be good to see get him see another go at it. Um, yeah, he he's gonna, you know, Eli Elijah Mitchell's gonna gonna be a big part in this game. 
Uh, we've seen him get used in this football game. He had a touchdown. He had some tough physical runs, attitude runs. And you're not going to have to rely so much on Debo as you did before. Uh, so it's it's going to be good for the 49ers, and it's good for this run game. They can keep rotating through these running backs if they need to. And if they have to rely on Christian McCaffrey because of the matchup issues, that's what they'll do. Um, that's what it's about. He's got He had extra days to rest. You know, and then you go into the NFC Championship game, and if you get past Dallas, I'll say if because I'm I'm a nice guy, but you get past Dallas, and then you got the NFC Championship game, and you know you got that one game, you win it, and then you've got a little bit of a rest. You're going to be healthy when you go into the Super Bowl. So uh, these next two games, you're just you're gutting it out. You're doing everything you have to do to win. And JLE said, don't forget Elijah Mitchell, Juice, and Ray Ray, and we do. We forget about them because you have all those other weapons. You have all those other things for you know teams to focus on, and you forget. And that's why all of a sudden Kyle Juszczyk standing right in the middle of the field with no one within 20 yards, and he makes a play. Uh, so, yeah, it's there's so many weapons for the 49ers. It's spectacular. Uh, WTM says Eli did play Dallas last year and scored one TD, him and Debo. Yeah, you're right. Elijah Mitchell scored on a play to the outside. He ran it off the right side. It was the first touchdown of the game, I believe, on the opening drive. For the 49ers so there you go twisted says manning our idiot kicker <laughs> so funny it's so funny i feel bad for the guy uh but man he missed four extra points that's crazy i mean that is just crazy to me well everyone i'm gonna check out for the night i had so much fun in chat with everyone talking 49ers versus cowboys we're gonna be talking 49ers versus cowboys all during the week so make sure you guys come back to the channel and check it out if you like the video thank you i really appreciate it. if you subscribe thank you so much if you're a public subscriber uh then i get to see it i get to thank you on air if you're not uh thank you so much anyways and if you did subscribe and i didn't get to say it next time i'm live come through on chat and i'll make sure that I shouted out. And then Landon says, y'all sleeping on Jennings. No, no, I know I'm not. Cowboy fans probably sleeping on Jennings, uh, but Jennings is spectacular. But thank you guys all so much for coming through. I'll catch you guys on the next one. Until then, stay safe and remember the right way is always the 49ers way. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.